We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot and really a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday. We're here. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. Thanks for tuning in. At Cuse Militia on the socials, go there, join the militia, rate, review, subscribe. We appreciate you who have already done so. So, this is your Duke Preview. We're back. And some minor announcements. Joe, you heard Tyler got married? Did you hear? Did you hear? Yeah. I heard. Congrats, Tyler. Congrats to our buddy Tyler on the festivities he had over the weekend with uh, his lovely wife, Katie. Now wife, Katie. So we we, uh, wish them both the best, obviously. Tyler coming out with a special wedding day edition of Ty Thoughts that should be hitting the, the feed soon. Sooner than later, maybe. So, still waiting on that. But hey, look, the guy's busy, right? I want to thank, uh, you You heard the new Open, okay? And the show will probably never be as good as the Open. It's funny, I was <laughs> I was searching for a good guy to do the Open, so I started sampling stuff online, and I found Long Train Productions. And lo and behold, I get a hold of this guy, and I tell him what we do. And he's a Syracuse fan, he's from Syracuse. So, and he hates Georgetown. He wanted everybody to know that he hates Georgetown. And I just want to say thank you to Andy from Long Train Productions. Excellent job on the open. Blew me away. Um, he had yep. his own little twist in there with, with the with the um, the drumming and the in the crowd chant there. Fantastic. It's awesome. Yeah, it was good. You didn't even tell yeah. me that it was gonna happen. So I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. You weren't totally sold on it. You weren't exactly uh. the happiest to <laughs> I mean, look, I liked it when you sent it. I didn't even know you were working on it. You sent it to me. I listened, and I loved it, except for the part where, you know, you had Bayheim kind of voicing over after you said Joe and calling me an idiot and disloyal. And, I don't you know, know if he's calling you an you idiot. Know, I mean, I mean, okay. I mean last, time I re- last time I checked, he was calling Andy Katz an idiot. But, I mean, it just fell into place. Felt right. Yeah. So I went with it. Right? It's all right. Okay. I'll, take, I'll take it on, you know. Okay. Good, because you don't really have a choice, because no, it's no. already done and paid for now. <laughs> there's, no going ba- there's no going back. I apologize. Um, so, look, we joined Hot Mike. Hot Mike is basically just, it's just a streaming service, and what they do is they 
they they recruit people who already have podcasts and things to do like live watch parties and stuff like that. So we joined them for the Syracuse end of it. Look, no one wants to listen to me and Joe for three hours during a football game, nor do Joe and I have that much to say. And I don't want to sit here and, you know, be dogmatic about the football game like I've got to be saying something all the time. So what we're going to do is we're going to basically um, do maybe like halfway through the second quarter, come on, and and when Joe can, because Joe's not going to always be able to do it. But I'm going to try to do it as much as I can. And I'll try to come on, or Joe and I both, halfway through the second quarter, do a halftime thing, start watching the third quarter with everybody, and then just cut it off. But basically, it's going to be a place where we can just go in there and shoot the breeze. Uh, We can have people in and out. As soon as I figure out how to do it, it's been kind of... um, it's been kind of work in progress. It's been a work in progress to say the least. So I'm learning a lot about some of the programs and some of the things you need to have to do that. But <clears throat> look forward to that. We can also do immediate. Um, and by the way, it's it's fun. well. Let me just finish, and then I'll tell you. We'll also we are we're also able to do like immediate fan reaction too after the game if we got time. If we got a prime time game, would be great. But as far yeah. as we know, up to Liberty, we're still pushing i think liberty's a 230 game they just announced and duke's gonna be 1230 again so no liberty's noon is it noon again duke's noon liberty's noon the notre dame game i think got called for 230 oh that's it that's the one you're right um so anyway um we we plan on doing some of that now it's funny because i was talking to at keith waterboy on twitter and you know, he was talking about doing some kind of halftime thing and this and that. And then this popped up. And that's how things happen with us, like, just throughout doing this show is that these things just pop up. So it's a good opportunity. We can have you guys on and we can go on there. You can type. You can probably come on once I figure out how to add people in and things like that. But anyway, um, it'll be fun. So we look forward to all of that. Before we get into everything quickly i just want to say well let me set this up here so we did do a hot mic live episode actually last week where my picks were so good which just figures because (laughs) it's gone okay uh i don't know what happened It, it got jacked up it's gone but anyway my picks were good right joe that was good anyway i mean yeah yeah it was good i picked the nc state win over over pitt that was my game of the week. That was probably the best ACC game of the week, I think. You did. Um, so we're going to do that again. We're going to have bet online picks, and we'll go over those at the end of the show. But first, we saw something from Mike McAllister going into that show on whatever it was, Friday night, I think it was. Um, he said he was hearing something that, that wasn't good on the injury front for Andre Sisco. He said, in fact, the concern is that he is out for the rest of the season. No official word yet. But, of course, Coach had his press conference this week early what was it yesterday joe right so he was asked about that and this is what he had to say about uh, andre cisco you know the big thing the big thing with andre andre uh, suffered a you know a lower body extremity injury uh in the pregame which in 39 years i've never seen that happen but uh i don't want to go much further than that because it's a huge advantage to the opponent that we're about to play but I'll tell you what, I've, I've seen him every day, and he's been smiling, and he's been excited. So we'll see. 
All right, so we'll see. Now, I don't expect them to play for Duke, Joe, but in fact, I'm not even sure if we really need him for Duke. I'd almost rather have him rest up. So we don't know what the injury is. Something freak, obviously, uh, according, you know, judging by what, what Coach Babers had to say there. So um, we saw him on the sidelines last week during the game. Everything seemed okay, but he was not moving around. And he, you know, obviously he was just sitting there, but there was, so anyway, all you can do is speculate, yeah. which we don't do. Right, Joe? Yeah. I mean, sometimes. So, right. I mean, we throw true. the options that's out true. there. We don't right. speculate. Like right. We know, right? It's just more um, based upon what the Mike McAllister, when you try to dissect it. And if there is really a word that he's going to miss the rest of the season, you're talking, if he's missing the rest of the season, then it's probably... I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Something that has to do with surgery, right? Um, so again, to me, I feel like that's something that we would know at some point unless he's just trying, you know, Coach Papers is trying to keep it you know, close to the vest for this game to try to, you know, get over one on Duke, but we can't sit there and hide it forever, right? So, and we just had a bye week too. So, if it was something minuscule that was like, oh, we sprained something real quick, and um, then he would be closer to what Babers is talking about, right? That, or maybe uh, some type of like soft muscle tissue injury, right? With the leg, you know, lower extremity, you know, it could be a pull of a quad, a pull of a calf, a pull of a hamstring, anything like that, or it could just be a sprained knee, a sprained ankle. Um, but if it was something serious, I don't know. Again, I think only time will tell because, again, the way that Babers kind of keeps it close to it, close to the chest there, uh, he's not going to let us know. He's not going to say anything to give it away. Um, so it's just interesting when these things happen. Yeah, it's interesting um, to say the least, I suppose. But, hey, look, I, the way I see it, the next two games, if he's got to sit and rest, 
I think, you know, if that's what he's got to do, that's what he's got to do. I don't think it hurts us that bad. That's all I'm saying. So we'll know more by the end of, say, Liberty going right. into Clemson. Would nice to know something by the time we go into Clemson. Yeah, well, I mean, I that. wouldn't be surprised if uh, – I mean, if it is a season-ending thing, we're probably going to know by the end of the weekend. Right, which yeah, that's possible too. Exactly. So, um, all right. <clears throat> that said, look, we are going to get into all of the fun Duke preview things, which, you know, Duke's 0 4. But they are. They are. They're 0 4. So, um, you know, things happen. Things happen. Look. Football's in full effect. NCAA's in full effect. You got the Pac-12's got their schedule together. They're ready to go. Everybody's ready to go. Everybody's going. So um, the one thing is, is you still might not be able to get to a game this year, but that's all right. You can still get in on all the action at BetOnline. BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spread totals to team, player, and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on win, division, and championship futures now. Head to BetOnline.ag today and take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses is bet online your online sportsbook experts thank you bet online all right one more thing um the manscape the lawnmower the 3.0 joe you know all about it don't you don't sit there and shake your head joe uses Negatory. it joe uses it everywhere okay and you can Look, do I'm that i'm not the one that got the you, free you're the one that Look, got it you're the one that uses it i do use it you're right but you're proof that you can use it everywhere Everywhere. No. Down no, below, not. up high, around no. around the ears, you know, tighten it up over here. Get a, get rid of that unibrow, all that stuff. You can use it for everything. Look, and you know why you can use it everywhere? This is why. It's waterproof. It's not only waterproof, but it does have a light. So you can manscape in the shower. You can manscape in the dark in the shower. Whatever. Whatever you want to do. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you confidence boost through body image. And the Shears 2.0 is the perfect pair. It's a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools. And it includes tip tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file for guys like Joe. Guys like Joe. You know what? Break a nail at work? Nope. Fixed. Right in the back pocket it goes. Pull it out. You're all set. Right, Joe? The Shears 2.0 Nail Kit allows you to pluck your eyebrows, too. Trim your nails in any style. Uh, just go to the website, manscaped.com. Grab some of the crop preserver, okay? No more swamp butt. Get a hold of that. Get a hold of the clone. Get it all. Manscaped.com. In fact, listeners of this show right now will get 20% off and free shipping if you use the promo code armchair at manscaped.com. That is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the promo code armchair. Thank you, manscaped.com. Okay, so Syracuse versus Duke, Joe. You know, and you go back through these, and we just did, um, what was it, Georgia Tech. We realized they had only played three times. Well, Duke and Syracuse have only played four times. And the one and two orange, they'll face the Blue Devils this Saturday at noon. I saw 12.30. You say noon. I don't know. Maybe it's somewhere around 12.15. The game will be played in the Dome, in the newly renovated Dome, fanless, of course. Uh, 
this the all-time series between these two sits at one and three in favor of Duke, dating back to 1938 and 39. Skip a few years to 2014. Syracuse sat at 0-3 there, and they got their first win last year in Durham, a stomping 49-6. Uh, junior quarterback Chase Bryce, he's completing 52.6% of his passes with a QB rating of 104.1. His touchdown-to-interception ratio, however, is 3 and uh, three touchdowns to seven interceptions. He's also been sacked. Do you think DeVito's been sacked a bunch? He's been sacked more times than DeVito. 16. I think DeVito's been sacked 15 times. Chase Bryce, mm. 16 times in four games. Uh, picked off seven times, as I mentioned. Um, he's pretty one-dimensional, meaning the, the run threat is... Is, isn't there. Negative 25 yards rushing in 35 attempts. He does, however, which you can chalk that up to the 16 sacks, probably, obviously. Um, he does, <laughs> however, use his tight ends. Senior tight end uh, Noah leads this his team in receiving with 203 yards. Senior uh, Deion Jackson. Noah. What's his last name? Noah Gray. Noah Gray. Yeah, he leads the team yeah. in receiving with 203 yeah, yards. Yeah, he's a big boy. Yeah. Big target. Yep. Senior Deion Jackson leads the Blue Devils in rushing with 243 yards so far in four games. Now, despite a couple lopsided losses, okay, if you've been watching Duke, they, they've they actually been in all four games until late, for the most part, kind of. They really have. They haven't done terrible. They've, right. they, they, kept it, they kept it somewhat close. Um, so they can hang around, and mistakes could cost a team like Syracuse, you know, a team that is not used to a Syracuse team that that hasn't capitalized on some of the opportunities they've had, uh, that could kill them. You've got to capitalize on those. We've seen some some of those slip away early in in games for Syracuse, and Duke will present the opportunities too. They lead the nation in turnovers with 15 in four games, so um, plenty of opportunities. Yeah, well, that's kind of one of the main things that I was going to bring up is. Uh, normally, uh, a David Cutcliffe coach team is, uh, you know, they're low on penalties. Uh, they're very well coached, uh, things like that. And we just haven't seen that this year. And obviously, we all know that every team's got their situations for why things aren't where they are. And I don't know. I'm not really privy to, to who on their roster opted out, if anybody. Um but uh, yeah, this we knew that they were kind of going to be a start. I mean, I was at the game last year when we beat them forty-nine to six, and it was it was ugly. I mean, our, our offensive line was pushing them back. Uh, I think that Duke lost some offensive linemen this year. Obviously, bringing in Chase Bryce, but uh, really don't have any receivers that stand out. Uh, you look at the uh, the completions that are that he has just spread across a whole bunch of receivers. Obviously, Noah Gray leading the, the, the team in, in receiving, he's going to be a problem. And they're, they're going to try to run the ball. And I know that they've passed more than they've ran, but that's probably because of the fact that they've been down. I think they're more of a 50-50 team and maybe even less against us because I think this is one of the teams that are going to try to line up and run it on us. But if – I mean, we I, – I don't know if we lead the country, but in three games we have – our defense has forced 10 turnovers. So uh, it's just – when you look at those stat, that stat versus the stat that you just said about Duke and their 15 turnovers, um, then that's it's kind of a recipe for disaster. I mean, I know it doesn't happen all the time, but if they don't get that fixed, then they're going to have issues with our defense for sure. 
They definitely are. But when you look at and this 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 shocked me a little bit. Chase Bryce with nine hundred and ninety three yards passing to Tom. Well, he's got one extra game though. He does have one extra right. game. But Tommy DeVito with with only three hundred and thirty eight, getting a slow start after three games, and yeah. um, you know. So, needless to say, we're going to rely heavy on the defense. And just like I said, we're going to have to score points. I mean, you look at, you know, let's just assume Cisco's out. We talked about this. Oh, well, it wasn't on the air. It was on the, it was on the hot mic thing. Well, we talked about Hannah stepping up big time, leading, leading the, the team in tackles against uh, Georgia Tech. And, yeah. and you got these guys that are stepping up. They are Sean Tucker. They're filling these, these voids on both sides of the ball. And you got a you got a hungry a hungry team after a week off. I think you know um, going go, to have the opportunity to go two and two going into a game another game at home against Liberty, which yeah. just presents itself just a great opportunity. You can go three and two going yeah, into Clemson. Should, yeah, they should. Yeah, and that's what we talked about in the beginning of the year. And that not only should they be hungry, but they should be confident based off of last week getting that win with a bunch of young players. Cisco, your leader out. Uh, the defense opening up, opening up the new dome, right? And yeah. getting a W, so it's like you know that you always want to try to, you know, hold down home home field when you when you're there. So you know they're going to try to go forward and, and keep pushing that, you know, and trying to to make that a goal this year. I'm sure it's one of their goals. Um, you know, if you really if you look at it, if they protect their house and and they win all their games at home, then they go to a bowl game. Right, uh, and that's not a bad goal for this team this year to have. No, and it's a, uh, that's a possibility, really. Right, yes, and against against Duke too. I mean, it's, by the way, that was again, my pick, six and five. Yeah, that was your pick yep. too. I think. Yep, and it, it's tough too. You look at uh, you know, I looked at um, inside the Loud House today. Neil Adler had a he has his ACC power rankings every every week, and he's got us at eleventh and Duke at fifteenth. But obviously, yeah, you know, it's. It's his list, right? So it changes up and down. I don't necessarily think. I think he just goes by just the wins and losses. I think that if I, I think there's some teams that are out of place there, but when you look at Duke, they were in it with Notre Dame, but that was Notre Dame's first game, right? And then BC beat them twenty-six to six, in which we've late, seen though. that was late again. Yeah, I mean it was late, yes, but when you look at it, they only scored 19 points within their first two games. But then they played Virginia in what was that, 38 to 20. So they lost by 18. They gave up 38 points. Um, Virginia doesn't look like an awful team, but that was also Virginia's first game. And then Virginia Tech, uh, I know that was close, and Virginia Tech came back, beat them. But again, Virginia Tech, you're talking about a team that, um, albeit ranked. They've had oh, 20 plus players plus coaches that haven't been able to play the first two games. So yeah. when you look at, you know, Chase Bryce's numbers from Virginia Tech, I mean, Virginia Tech, their hardest hit their hardest hit position in COVID as far as p- players that had to be either opted out or players that can't play was defensive back. So uh, it's so hard to read into some of these scores and some of these numbers because every single game and every single team has their own their own issues that really this year can be hidden more than others. I mean, even this year with the injuries, like, sure. yeah, I mean, obviously, so, yeah, it's almost too so, hard to keep up with all that stuff too. Oh yeah, it's exactly. And the information isn't out there like that because it's all, it's all um, you know, people's privacies and yeah. stuff like that. And um, so you don't really know what you're going to get. Uh, if I had to base it upon, you know, Syracuse playing, 
Duke last year, you want to look at how much they've changed. And I think that we've changed a little. Uh, but Duke, they brought in a quarterback that I think was a better quarterback than last year, other than he couldn't run. So um, the better passing quarterback that we've seen before at Clemson. But um, I'm basically more worried about our offense scoring enough points. His defense isn't awful. Um, and uh, they do have some good some good defensive ends um, on both sides as far as their starters go. Um, but I think, Duke, they're more along the lines of us as far as the, their depth isn't all there. So um, once you get past a certain amount of, of people, then, you know, the, the talent starts to go down. So but, um, they're, they're, Victor, they've racked up 12 sacks in four games, which isn't terrible. Two. No, and four of them alone by Victor Dumukeji. Let me help you. Let me help you. Oh, let you help me. Yes, yes. Dumukeji. Oh, wow. How long did you practice that before this? <laughs> and Chris Chris Rumpf the second's got one and a half. Those are the two starters, but he's got, you know, 22 tackles. You look at Shaka Hayward, he's got 33 total tackles, and he's holding it down in the linebacker. Uh, position and Marquise Waters has got 28 tackles in the secondary. So, um, and they have interceptions sprinkled out throughout their team. Um, so when you look at it, they got a guy at every level that's above average that's going to give you problems. Um, so it's just finding finding those spots and, and and like what Coach Babers is talking about in his press conferences that they're allowed to rush and still their man to man is is very good and, and they're very disciplined. Um he's all over the place stuff. too, man, leading the team in tackles with twenty seven. The next guys are tied with eleventh with eleven tackles in second place. So Yeah. Um So I mean it's a formidable defense, but again I don't see it as the defense um as the defense that we've seen, you know, I think that we saw improvement with against Georgia tech because that's the defense isn't as good as Pittsburgh's and North Carolina's. And I think with a week off and some confidence and a W, uh, then, well, you know, like I said, they're going to pose some problems, but they're not unbeatable. It's just, again, we, we can't I, rely on the defense to score points and hold these guys to like under, you know, 15, 20. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. 
So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Points. I, I hear you. I hear you. I do. I don't ever really get really overconfident. I, I don't see how Syracuse loses to Duke. Here's, here's how Syracuse loses to Duke. I mentioned one earlier. And that was Syracuse failing on offense to capitalize on anything that they get on defense. And I think the defense is going to be chomping at the bit to be able to do so. I mean, any defense that goes into a game against an offense that leads a nation in turnovers, that has got to be in the back of your mind. You've got to be thinking about that. So they've got to be able to... You can't allow that to make you play sloppy. I, I know. Either. I understand that. I understand that. That's up to them, not me. I'm just saying that's that's a factor. I understand that. I'm not like telling. I, I'm not telling you like, hey, go get it done, buddy. <laughs> Joe, I know. The word. Joe, I know. So, but the other thing is, is we talk about the, as much as I could say the defense of Syracuse is hungry to get down on the offense, but Duke's coming in here 0 and 4. Like they've got something too. They are they're fighting for their own pride right now. They have nothing. These guys have been in games, they've held close games, and then they've just blown it. So yeah. you know, they're looking for they're they've got some they've got a chip on their shoulder coming in. That's never a good thing. It's never a good no. thing. I don't care who you're playing. No. So no, I mean anyways. again, I'm not uh... Again, I'm still cautiously optimistic based upon that's the you know, that's the that's the motto for this year. Pretty cautiously much cautiously optimistic <laughs> about everything. So, yes, exactly. So uh, w- let's get into picks, Joe. Before we do such a thing, let's let's hear from BetOnline.ag. After all, these are the BetOnline.ag picks for this week. Look, I'll put the poll out on Twitter. We'll do the we'll do the the Twitter polls for the for the picks. I know Syracuse is always crushing these polls, obviously, but. Um, you know, we just like to have some fun with this, and I feel like Bat Online presents us an opportunity to do such a thing. Look, go to their website, check their website out. Now, there's other, there's a lot of other um, sports book, online sports books out there, but Bat Online is really, it is, it is very streamlined for mobile use and uh, obviously, you know, desktop use. So, but their mobile, their mobile setup is a whole lot better than than anything I've I've seen before. It's very simple. Um, go to Bet Online. 
um, they're going the extra mile this year to make sure you can get in on all the action. So do so. Uh, if you want to get in on game spread totals, team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager on than any other place. Get in on all of the action right now. Head on over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you. Again, bet online. Thank you. All right. So, um, let's see, Joe. Let's let's as we always do start with the Syracuse game. It's kind of weird to start with that game, but I think we all know what the hell's going on. We just got done talking about Duke, okay? So they're given a slight underdog Syracuse is coming to this game, which is just kind of crazy to me. I mean, I'm not a huge betting guy, so I don't understand that. I mean, when you look at these two teams, I feel like I feel like it should almost be opposite, especially with Syracuse being at home. So if this was at Duke, it'd be even worse, which is, I mean, I don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. So Syracuse, Joe, getting two and a half points. Yeah, I'm going to be a homer here. I'm going to be a homer, and I'm going to take Syracuse. I think it's a... I mean, it's almost um, a given. Well, no, it's not. I don't ever want to say that. It, it, it Belay my last. Re- forget I said that. I don't ever yeah, say that. It's, yeah, no. I mean, <laughs> like I said, good. I don't think it's never a given, <laughs> no, especially after one game. But, so, but what do you think about the two and a half? What do you think about Syracuse being a two and a half point underdog against a team that's? <sighs> is it the points they've put up? Is it what is it? Is it the lack of points Syracuse has put up? I mean, they did only have sixteen points in their first two games. Probably both. Just a little bit of both. A little okay. bit of both. Fair enough. But you're going to take Syracuse. So I, you know. Would you and take it does the, start at twelve thirty. Okay, what's that got to do with the price of tea in China? I don't understand. Oh, oh, no. I was right, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, thank you. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louisville. But you're not going to pick, huh? Oh, I pick Syracuse, bro. I mean, yeah, I, I pick Syracuse in that. I, Are you going to write I think, these down? There's think, like seven of them this week. Yeah, I know. There is like there is a bunch. This could be a longer segment than normal. Um, all right. Well, let's say let's see. I got Syracuse. You got Syracuse. Um, so plus two and a half. Right, and we're wasting precious time here. Yeah. Uh, and I wrote, to the next okay, one. here we go. Louisville at Georgia Tech. We're going to have to make these a little bit quick. Uh, Georgia Tech, uh, only a four-and-a-half-point underdog going in against against um, Louisville. I, I, I'll, I mean, I'll go first on this one. I'd say, I mean, I think, I think – I don't think Georgia Tech – look, it's possible. But I got to be honest. I've seen more Georgia Tech than I have Louisville this year. But I'm just going to go ahead and say, even at home, I think I think Louisville pulls that off. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go with Louisville, for four and a half points. Uh, yeah, so. I'm right there with you. I think this this is one of those things where there's someone to look at the record and oh, it's close. You know, home game, home team, whatever. Um, Louisville, they've lost to Pittsburgh and Miami, two really good teams, uh, and they were right there with Pittsburgh last week. So. Um, I got them. I just think their offense is too good. Okay, fair enough. All right, here's here's a, here's a good one. Look, everybody missed it because nobody heard it because it's not it's not on the internet. Which is why I should have just made it a podcast. But it wasn't. It was so time sensitive doing these picks on a Friday going into Saturday. I didn't bother. But NC State pulling off the win against Pitt last week. And coming into this game as a nine and a half point underdog against Virginia, 
Um, Joe, I'm going to let you take this one first. At Virginia, uh, by the way. I know it's at Virginia. I don't really know. Again, like you said before, it's too hard to kind of keep track them? of what states oh. and who's got what. So I don't know yeah. if they have if they have uh, fans in the stadiums or not in Virginia. No, you they don't. No. They don't. Okay. No, not yet. Um, so, yeah, I mean, based upon what I've seen, uh, Virginia's a good team, no doubt. But I think uh, after watching NC State last week with uh, that new quarterback, Devin Leary, um, that kind of changed my mind. I think if they would have – I don't think I would have lost my pick if they would have came out with the uh, the same quarterback that they've came out with the first two games. Um, and Devin Leary, former four-star uh, quarterback – recruit he came in and he looked like a four star last week and um not saying they're going to win the game but nine and a half points is just way too much for me so i'd probably take nc state yep. plus the points uh, yeah that's where i'm at i don't know if they win the game but i think they i think they cover so nc state for both of us nine and a half points um fair enough i think that's a good i think that's a good bet right there okay Next one up in the ACC. Uh, tons of great ACC action this week, by the way. Just a ton. Yeah. I, I cannot wait to just veg out on ACC football because um, it's it, – this it's despite like four games this, out of noon, so. I know. That's going to suck. So I got to get four TVs. All right. Um, <laughs> Virginia Tech at North Carolina. Virginia Tech, a five-and-a-half-point underdog. I think this is going to be – by the way, I'm just going to call it – this is going to be my game of the week. Um, I, I'm going to call this as my game of the week, but this is a tough bet right here. This really is. Um, I don't know who comes back for Virginia tech. Like we were talking about, you know, so I don't know if they're going to gain any guys back or if anything like that's going to happen. But North Carolina, obviously, what are they? They've only played two games so far though, huh? Yeah. Oh man. Um, Oh man, I hate to I hate to I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Virginia Tech, I think. They've just been yeah, impressive I mean, with what they've got, you know. They've been impressive with what they've got and also on top of that, um North Carolina kinda really hasn't. And that's not a down. I mean, I know they're two and oh and they they were supposed to play Charlotte. I mean things are supposed to already have played three games already, but um I just thought that, like, last week I, th- I figured they'd blow Boston College away. Um, and Boston College stayed in there. And I just – I still needed to see more. I think a little bit – this week will tell me a little bit more about uh, Boston College. But North Carolina is kind of – until they show me more, I can't pick them. Again, I, I think that it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to lose, but Virginia Tech is going to keep it within within that threshold. Okay. Um, plus five and a half. Okay. I just think that's kind of ridiculous, but we'll see. You made me a little nervous about the, uh, calling the game of the week on that, but I'm going to hold to it. I'm going to hold to it. See what happens. Uh, Pittsburgh at Boston college, Boston college coming into this game at home as a six point underdog. Joe, I'm going to let you hit that first. Yeah, that's this is one of these things where um, Pittsburgh again is another team that just really hasn't. I don't want to say hasn't impressed me. They're solid they beat, though. They're, they have a solid offense, man. They're 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 pretty decent. No, no, yeah, I I get it. You're right. 
but it's just one of those things where um, they're not blowing anybody out. I mean, even us, we only scored seven points on them. It was 21-7, right? They, but they beat Louisville by three. Where they lose, you know, last second last week to NC State. Like, I know they're good, but they're not blowing out teams. I don't think, you know, other than us. I mean, you know what I mean? And Boston College, to me, is one of those teams where when I don't think they're impressive, they actually show up. So it's overall weird to me, but for some reason, I think that Boston College keeps it close enough to cover the spread. Again, not saying win. I understand. I understand. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go. I'm going to go pit on this. So, um, that's the first one we disagree on. Okay, and you know, I mean, I don't. I I got to be honest. I haven't. It's so hard to watch all the games all the time. Oh yeah. But but I have not watched a ton of Boston College, but I have watched a bunch of Pitt. So, anyways, um, is that it? No, that's not it. One, two, three, four. How many we got? Two more. We got two more. Okay. Um, hold on. I'm scrolling here. Oh, Miami at Clemson. Miami coming in as a 14 point underdog. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to just go ahead and say Clemson clears that, bro. I think that Clemson, man, they are just so strong. They just got it so good in ACC, man. This team is just leaps ahead of everybody, I feel like. And you know, it's at Clemson. I mean, forget about it. Forget about it. Clemson. Why so silent, bro? What are yeah. you supposed to talk? I mean, I think I'm gonna go with. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with kind of the the way that I've been been looking at this and going about it. I think. Uh, I mean, Miami. We don't really know how good they are, but they looked damn good in every game I've seen them in. And I know that uh, Clemson's Clemson did, defense. They did struggle a tiny bit last week, Clemson. Right. I mean, like they, when you, when you wasn't, what's that? it wasn't the, it wasn't the score fest you thought it might be. Well, no, I mean, and again, Miami, they got a good quarterback. They got some good players. I think they're going to score on Clemson. Uh, if Virginia did, then they certainly are. Uh, they got a dynamic, really, really fast quarterback. I just don't see. I mean, yeah, I, I can definitely see Clemson going away with it because obviously Clemson is, you know, head above. Um, but I think they still need to prove it against a top echelon team. And this is going to be their first test. And, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. Two good quarterbacks. Uh, that, to me, is the game so of the week. That, to you, is the game of the week. And, in, 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 you know, knowing what I know now, I could have I went with that. I could have I I bought that, too. I'm going to stick with what I got. We'll see what happens. This could be a blowout. It could be. But it, like you said, I mean, Miami's good. Miami is good. They're probably the second best team in the East. They're looking like it so far, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, That's Jerry King. That quarterback is. Whew. What is that? Clemson negative 14. All right. Um, okay. 14 and a half. Um, all right, last one, Florida State at Notre Dame. Florida State getting 20 and a half points coming into this game. Um, Lord. Yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, they're not that good, though, either. I mean, is, is Notre Dame that impressive to anybody yet? I, I haven't had my socks blown off by Notre Dame yet. 
at all. No, they beat they beat South Florida fifty two nothing. Okay. Well, I'm okay. just saying. I mean, Florida State has struggled. Florida State. Florida lost State by, is not good at all. Florida State tw- lost by forty two to Miami. They were losing to Jacksonville State last week, twenty one to seven, and it was still it was forty one twenty four. I mean, Did- Jacksonville State's. A D one AA school. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like Florida State's like anything spectacular, but twenty and a half points. I mean, yeah. It's, the thing is, is, it's Notre Dame, right? So, like, and that's that was kind of my thing, right? Is I was thinking to myself, oh, you know, Florida State, and I was looking at this at this this line, Florida State plus twenty one, and I know that that's kind of my my theme tonight. But then I looked back and, you know, because I looked, I said, oh, you know, Florida State well, playing against Notre Dame. Everybody gets up to play against Notre Dame, right? Yeah. But then I remembered just two weeks ago, Florida State had their ultimate rivalry game other than against Florida, yeah. against the that U, was, Miami. That, that was your game of the and week right there, by the way, and that was a dud. I picked the game of the week because of the rivalry. Yeah, but it stunk. And I'm because most of the time people get in that. And this is my whole pick. point is that. Florida State didn't get up for that rivalry. That in-state rivalry, they're not going to get up for this either. They got issues, obviously, whether it's coaching or just overall just talent. I don't know, but it's like they're up and down I, the past. Like I think Notre Dame. Three, I think Notre years. Dame crushes them. I think Notre Dame covers. All right, you sold me. I'm going to take Notre Dame too. Okay, that's it. Those are your ACC games of the week. Hey, look, who's got the buy this week? Who didn't we Who's talk got about? The um, Looks like Wake Forest. Yeah, Wake Forest. Yep. So there you go. All ACC weekend, folks. That's going to be awesome. It's going to be a ton of fun. Yeah. Go ahead. Go over to betonline.ag. Get in on the action over there. Take advantage of all of the, um, the great sign-up bonuses that they got. Yeah. Look, just check the site out, too. I mean, look at the site. Check it out. There's a ton of stuff on there. Um, I love doing... This segment might be boring to everybody. We might be boring the hell out of people, and that's fine. We could be. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. But this is fun for me because oh, it, yeah. it, it forces me to watch these games like I need force to watch football, but it doesn't hurt. I'm just saying. A little extra incentive, right? Right, yeah. And let's just hope that, you know, maybe these sets of games, I think, isn't this the first week where we have a full slate of... Yes, it is. Yes, it is. No out-of-conference games this week. I think all the out-of-conference games, Joe, have been played. From here on out, it is... is, No. Yes. That's not true. Syracuse plays Liberty still. Oh, that's right. That's That's right. Okay, whatever. You're right. Okay. That's the last one, though. You don't know that. I'm looking at all of the games, bro. I'm well, looking at them all. Still, look, there's teams that are still trying to schedule certain non-conference games that got uh, canceled and everything like are that. They? So, so there might dude, be a no situation. One, no, all right, no one likes you, dude. Okay, whatever, man. Whatever, you can say what okay. you want. You just, you just very, don't like being proven there, wrong. This there, is, well, who does? Do you? Do you I mean, like your no, crappy pick no. between your game of the week the other week between Miami and Florida State, which stunk? It's, it's, there was no good games that week. Like I said, it all depends on how you want to look at it. The game of the week, game of the week, right? Just the game of the I'm week. Okay, this is how I look at the game of the week. Doesn't mean that. This is how I look at the game of the week. Like, is it going to be a good game? 
Okay, the rivalry thing is cool and everything, but is it going to be a good game? Is it going to be? Is it going to come down to the last? Is it going to come down to a two-minute drive in the fourth quarter? Is it going to come down to you know a, a two-point conversion picked off in the end zone? I mean, whatever. That's a good game well, to me. That's what I'm talking okay. about. Well, that I mean, and that's and those are your standards. So what are yours? Don't, let's hear your don't, crappy standards don't for. Judge my, let's, don't let's judge mine your, based upon. Let's hear your crappy standards for a game of the week. Let's hear. It's them. Not cra- I mean, you just look at it like. Like Last what? week or the other week, what? The other week there was kind of not a lot of good matchups, so I went with the rivalry of Miami and Florida State because they've had such great games. This week I went with number one versus number seven, the closest two highest ranked teams, and that's why I picked that game instead of another game. I'm not trying to say that it's going to be the closest or it's going to be the best, but that's the one that I'm most interested in watching. Okay, so Joe goes by what he's most interested in watching, and I go by what I think is going to be the best game of the week. <laughs> all right, okay, all so. right, all right. <laughs> all right, look, that's going to be it for us. I want to thank Bet Online Manscaped, all of you for listening. Thank you so much. For Joe, I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. You didn't crack a beer at the beginning. I'm just saying. Did you? missed it.